Hello, Craig. How are you? Who are, who are you? <laughs> uh, I'm Logan Lee. Don't you remember? I'm your co-host on this show. Uh, it's been a minute, but uh, I'm back. And we're going to talk some Illini <laughs> basketball. <laughs> I hope you. Uh, I hope you're ready. Hope you missed me. Um, yes, I am back. Illinois uh, goes on the road to Iowa. Plenty to talk about in the game. Uh, fall to the Hawkeyes, 81-79. We're going to talk about it. This is the No One Asked Us Illini Basketball Post Game Show. He's Craig Shout. I am Logan Lee. As always, follow, give us a follow, like us on all of our social media. If you're in the, if you're watching alongside, welcome. First off, thanks for joining us. Uh, get in the chat. Let us know what you're feeling. I know Craig has plenty of things to to discuss. Uh, plenty of things to get off his chest after that game. And so maybe some of you feel the same way he does. So feel free to to chime into the conversation. We'd love to hear from from everyone. First off, before we get into this, Craig, I just want to thank you. I know it's been a it's been a a long couple of couple weeks without uh, without your esteemed co-host. Uh, so uh, well done uh, carrying the torch for the the last few games. I have not seen much Illini basketball the past couple of weeks. <laughs> Let's just get it out in the open now. Um, I think of the last four or five games, I think I've seen one before today. So I was able to watch the Wisconsin game, and that's about it. Um, but I am back, uh, and we're gonna. They don't have Big Ten Network in the Caribbean. Don't have Big Ten Network in the Caribbean. I, I, I will tell you this now. I, I was ready. The first night we were there, we got ESPN, and the, the Ohio State game was on ESPN. And so we had we had an early morning. I knew I was going to be in the hotel room to watch the game, and I had ESPN on. I had SportsCenter on. They did a, a little preview of the game leading up to the Ohio State game, and then as soon as they went to the game, my feed cut to soccer. So uh, I did not get to watch that game. Uh, so and then so yeah, I was able to watch Wisconsin and then the Nebraska game. I was on a flight during the the entirety of that game. That's another story that I will talk about in our weekly show whenever we record that. But I am back. We're here to talk about Illinois basketball, um, specifically the game today um, at Carver Haw- Carver Hawkeye Arena. Um, let's just kind of get some of the some of the main things out here first. I know you had a, a lot of thoughts going in or during this game. Um, you you seem to be very vocal about particular people on the court. Um, how, how, how are you feeling? I, how are you feeling right I now? I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like I was pretty reserved to, today. Oh, oh, it, you weren't you weren't uh, going going after anybody in striped shirts. Oh, I mean they're they're always bad. Just <laughs> and it's not. It's not <coughs> like officials. It's the way the game is. It's the way they're told to officiate. Yeah, I think that's what I'm learning. Is is I'm not mad at the officials. Yeah, there were some calls that were missed, but uh, that's not what this game. That's not what today was about. That's not the reason Illinois lost. I just think yeah, officiating I, I in general is is bad. I agree. I just want to lay that out because I was scrolling through Twitter right before we we went on, and I just saw several people complained about the officiating, and I no. just. I, I just don't subscribe to that theory. Whatever. Illinois loses this game 81-79. They dropped to 16-5 and in the Big Ten. Uh, the middle of the Big Ten standings are very muddled at this point. Uh, we was hoping Illinois could win this and kind of um, pull themselves up towards the top of that, but they're they're right there in the middle of it now. Uh, go through some of the stats here. Matthew Meyer led the Illini in scoring with 21 points. He also had five, assi- or five boards, 
four assists, and four fouls. Fouls were a big issue. We'll talk about that that here shortly. Uh, Dane Danger, nearly a double-double, 17 points and nine rebounds for him. Jaden Epps had a nice game. Had only two points in the first half, I think, or maybe didn't score any in the first half, and then uh, scored nearly all of his 16 in the second half. 16 points and five assists for Jaden Epps. Uh, Taron Shannon had 11 points uh, to a couple rebounds and assists from him. Um, that's it in terms of the Illini scoring. I believe Tony Perkins led all scorers. He had like 32 points. He was also 15 for 16 from the free throw line. That's something we can talk about here soon too. Um, let's just go into this. First thing, I, I know you put it down. This was a good basketball game. I mean, this is just as a general, if you're a casual viewer tuning into Fox on your Saturday afternoon to watch some basketball, you probably really enjoyed this. Um, and I enjoyed it. Granted, I didn't like the outcome. Um, and at this point, every win is going to be crucial when you start this Big Ten season with three losses. But it was a good basketball game. It was plenty of fouls. And I think that hurt it down the stretch. But Illinois wasn't – this wasn't a bad game for Illinois. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody thinks it was. Um, Sure, it was messy. Sure, there were plenty of turnovers, things you could have resolved, but it was still a good basketball game, and, I, and Illinois was right in there till the very end. In fact, Illinois was leading for most of this game. Um, it just came down to the part where they couldn't put Iowa away. Iowa hung with them, and but in the end, as I said, great basketball game. Illinois led for 24 minutes. Iowa led for 11. So yeah. that's where the game's at. But... It's the epitome of the saying when you get in trouble at school and you're a kid, what do your parents tell you? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, disappointed. <laughs> because I'm not That's mad. Good. I mean, That's good. I, I said this uh, at the end of the last post game show that I did. Iowa is number one on my rivalry big board right now. They are at the top of the Illinois rivalry right now. So losing to Iowa Never puts me in a good mood, obviously. No, I nothing about me is happy about what happened today. But it's just disappointing because the way Illinois lost was simple stuff. It was yeah. the stupid fouls and the turnovers. They did everything else better than Iowa. Looking at the team stats, they out-rebounded Iowa by 11. They shot the ball just as good as Iowa, better than Iowa, in Iowa's home court arena. Illinois shot 49%. 32% from three. Iowa shot 45%, 37 from three, but they made just they made the same amount of threes. Illinois played just as good, if not better, than Iowa today. But it's the stupid stuff. What I say last year. What I say about this team last year. They go stupid. <laughs> they yes. go stupid. And today was stupid. Just stupid, stupid fouls. And we talked about it before. The refs did a good job. They did fine. Like, they called what they were supposed to call. It's just Illinois fouled in the stupidest moments. Yeah. Meyer picks up a foul 95 feet from the from the, uh, from the the rim. <clears throat> um, it was Now, was it hook and hold? Yes. From what I know, it was a hook and hold, so it's not his fault. But that's what I'm taking away from this, is that Illinois was the better team, probably is the better team. If this game is in Sh- uh, State Farm Center, Illinois probably wins by seven or eight points. Just stupid mistakes and the turnovers. Ugh, that's what I, bothers me. I I agree, and I'm with you. Uh, I, I, I do think these are two very evenly matched teams. Um, 
Granted, unfortunately, Illinois doesn't get to to rematch this game. Um, there is not yeah. Iowa Which sucks not because now Iowa game. has the tiebreaker. Yep. Um, so that's that's the unfortunate thing because I think you're right. I think Illinois probably is the more talented team, but I, they did they did show it in the broadcast. These teams have had similar seasons. Uh, both yeah. teams started the season strong with big wins against bigger you know power five opponents, and then they struggled. Both teams struggled to start Big Ten play in December. And they've both gotten pretty hot here in the last few weeks. So uh, I think these teams are both very evenly matched, as we saw in the score. Score final score is only two point game. And I think you're right. I think if this game was played in Champagne, it would be a you know six, seven, eight point Illinois win. Um, but that's not what we got. Uh, we got this game in Iowa, and uh, Illinois ended up being on the losing end. You talked about the turnovers, um, the turnovers and the fouls. I think that's what that was the biggest thing for the Illini. Uh, that was the biggest difference. Illinois. Uh, turned the ball over four, 14 times. Um, Iowa only turned the ball over seven times. Um, both teams committed plenty of fouls. Illinois, I think, just had more stupid fouls and more stupid chances to do stupid things. Um, that's that's all this was. I mean, that that's the difference. Um, because I don't think that everything else in terms of the box score, the team comparisons, it was, it was pretty even. Um, but yeah, Illinois did lead for most of this game. Um, but that was the thing that stuck out to me is that, you know, and they made the comment too in the broadcast that it felt like Illinois was in control in the second half. Um, but Iowa was always right there and then they eventually took it over. They, that hit, they hit the three towards the end and I kind of figured that that was the end of it. Now the game went on for another 10 minutes after that. Um, but Illinois was never able to, to get back to that. Uh, how are we doing in the chat? Anybody anybody here? Anybody have things to say? Yeah. Anything just you want to bring up? I want to – okay, so it was a seven-point Illinois lead with 9.48 left. Uh, Dane had a dunk with 9.48 left to make it seven. Did anything stupid happen after that? Like, how did they go on the run? Because within a minute and a half, it was tied. Turnover. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, turnover. Traveling by RJ. We were Illinois was up three, and there was a travel call. Yep. There was a foul on Ty, and one. Yeah, for Tony Perkins. Which yeah. Okay. So it it was just stupid. It was turnovers and fouls. Turnovers and fouls. Yeah. All right. Let's go into the chat. Um, Brant. Uh, yeah. Brant says, I hate calling out one player, but Shannon is a senior fouls out on three of 10 shooting one assist, five turnovers. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've, I mean, I can't speak for the last few games. Um, but prior to this, I mean, yeah, this has been, this has been the Terrence Shannon experience. Um, yeah, I just, he's just not, he's a very talented player and he's capable of putting up 20 some points a game. Uh, but he's also capable of, being a total non-factor and tonight yes he had 11 points and he had a, he had an okay game but he's he's just not the type of player that, that takes over in these situations um I, I was gonna bring this up at some point um i was reading several you know a few different publications had like mid-season you know all all american teams all you know superlatives <laughs> that type thing and i saw sev- a few people that had you know terry shannon as like a 
you know, maybe not a first team all Big Ten player, but had him as like a second team all Big Ten player. And I saw a few different things that had didn't have Matthew Meyer mentioned in places that I thought he'd be mentioned. And and I just think we're to the point now where Matthew Meyer is is the better player on this team right now. Um, he's the one. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, he's he's doing more. Um, he needs to be in those conversations uh, that that Taron Shannon has been kind of people have kind of just put him in those conversations based on some of his early, his early games, his early outings, but he's not been the guy and you really want to see more from him. Now the fouls were an issue for everybody. Um, Matt Meyer, um, Meyer, Shannon, danger, Ty Rogers, everybody was in foul trouble. Um, but yeah, you just, you need to see more out of Terrence Shannon. I fully agree. Speaking of welcome, welcome to the chat, Tim Lee. Yeah. Too many fouls. Um, we should know that when we play into to Fran's plans. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how this team functions. That's how they operate. Um, that's, that's the pressure they're going to put on you. Uh, and you should know that. Um, but it's also not a Illinois team that's super familiar with Fran McCaffrey probably. Um, but it's true. I mean, that's, that's what it came down to is the fouls and turnovers. Jade Neff's really is looking <laughs> like he could be special. I agree. Uh, I saw another, somebody else said that, uh, he has some shades of Trent Frazier to him, and I can see that. Um, not quite the defensive players, Trent, but yes. I put this in. Get the hashtag ready. The group chat. Group chat. <laughs> uh, last game. I see some Dimitri McKamey in him. That's a good one. That's a good one. I can see that. I don't – I mean, when was McKamey there? Were we in college? Yeah, we would have been in college. We were about his age, I think. So I wasn't watching with the eye that I do now. So I don't like remember if he was any good defensively or whatnot. But I see Dimitri McKamey and Jaden. I can see that. I think McKamey was was a little more of a pure point guard than Jaden Epps is. I do Um, agree with that. But they but they could both they could both put it up. They could both score it. So I I can see that. I agree. Um, But yeah, he's he's going to be a special player and having him and. Uh, Dane Danger for the next couple of years is is going to be a nice center centerpiece for this team. Uh, Iowa's always been tops on my rival list. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're, you know, I think I've always kind of still considered Indiana to be the top rival, but I get it. There's just a lot of love lost. They don't Iowa, think Illinois. They don't rival. think no, and they don't. They consider Purdue their rival, and whatever, that's fine. Um, plenty of plenty of um, hatred. No love lost this week, especially between Illinois and Iowa. We can talk about that here in a second, too. Uh, I think it was a bad game, and our ceiling just got a little lower. I don't know about that. Um, I, I mean, it's a game you would have liked to have won, but it's that's a pretty good Iowa team. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from them. Um, this middle of the Big Ten is it's going to be a giant cluster. Uh, I think both of these teams are competing for you know double buys um, when it comes down to it. Um, don't know that either of them will get there, but I, I think they're right in the mix. I wouldn't say it was a bad game for Illinois. They had some stupid mistakes and I don't know about necessarily lowering their ceiling. Any? No, um, I don't, I don't think so. I wasn't expecting to win this game. I, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting it to be even this close. I had a bad feeling. I always have a bad feeling going to Iowa city. So I think I probably come out of this feeling better because Terrence Shannon was terrible. Coleman Hawkins wasn't great offensively, and you lose by two. I mean, Matthew Myers a baller. Jaden Epps is a stud. Dane Danger is a stud. If you if if Illinois can get Hawkins and Shannon to be consistent, 
I yeah. think there's a there's a threat here. This team can be a threat. I'm with you. Can't can't state the name. <laughs> Got to get him in there. Oh, thanks, he's here Michael. every show. Appreciate Michael. it. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm happy to be back. I know Craig missed me. I know the viewers probably missed me too. Uh, play good. Refs made a couple crucial non calls. Yeah, uh, they they made they blew some whistles on some things they maybe shouldn't have, and they let some things go that maybe they shouldn't have. So. Uh, I don't want to say it was the refs. It was a refs game, a ref show, but uh, yeah, they were certainly a factor for sure. Answer wonder... to this. I wonder if Goody has a COVID years. No, he wasn't here when COVID happened. No. So he doesn't Correct. get a COVID year. He has four years. Correct. Continuing Wally, your favorite admit, Pixar. I love, I love Wally. Uh, he's not my favorite Pixar. He's a great movie though. <laughs> uh, Got to admit freshmen are improving each game. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about any of them yet and we'll get to them in a second, but um yeah i i agree the as somebody that has missed the past few games uh this is a whole new ty rogers <laughs> the, I'm seeing on the <laughs> yeah court. yeah the the ty rogers that i'm seeing now compared to the ty rogers that i saw before i went on my little hiatus uh is a very different basketball player so yes i agree the freshman ty and Jaden and sincere really making some nice strides uh, they still make some mistakes, but they're going to be really special in the coming coming years. Yeah, I mean that's it's a it's a nice group. It's a nice group. Does Epps remind you of a little Luther Head as well? That's not a that's not a bad comp. Um, hmm, that's not a bad comp. I, I I don't I don't know if I I'm fully there, but I could see it. And then somebody else says too small to be Luther Head. Which I mean I guess, but. Uh, I like right. my Dimitri McKamey comp. I know, yeah. like you said, McKamey dished it a little bit more. He averaged like five assists, but just the – I think next year, body-wise, we're going to see a different Jaden Epps. I think he's going to yeah. bulk up and be able to to muscle some guys around and guard a little bit better in the post. But I, I like my McKamey comp until someone shows me a better one. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. Uh, do you want to talk about everyday guys? Do you want to highlight anybody yeah. here? Let's see. Who do you um, got? I think it's probably. Uh, I'm going to give it to Ty. I gave it to Sincere last game um, when I probably should have gave it to Ty. But he continues to get better and better every game. Um, and I know Bardo has been riding him like he's the next coming of, of Kendall Gill or something. I don't know if we'll get there. But I do agree with Bardo that if he develops some sort of outside shot doesn't have to be a three-point shot but if he can kind of get that io mid-range floater jumper going um i think he's gonna be a force i, I thought he played really well um obviously still still holds he's a freshman he makes freshman mistakes but um i'm loving the trage- trajectory of ty rogers right now i mean we were talking what, a month ago, when Luke Goody comes back, whose minutes does he get? And we all said Ty. I know he wasn't playing yeah. a ton. He was playing like less than 10. Um, but at this point, you can't take Ty's minutes away. He's How many rebounds did he have today? Uh, he six, six boards. And six. Six, six, six points, six boards, and one assist. Three turnovers. Two steals. Two steals. So you can't take his minutes away right now. So I'm, I'm going to give no. it to uh, to Ty Rogers. Yeah, I mean, as I just said a couple minutes ago, he's a different player than the Ty Rogers I saw uh, before I before I left. So I I agree with you there. Uh, I'll go Jaden. I'll go the other freshman. Uh, yeah, I mean, it has we, to be. It has to be. Um, Sixteen points for him. Most of those coming in the second half. 
Uh, Matthew Meyer was really the, the focal point of the offense in the first half and, and Dane. Uh, but the second half, Jaden Epps at one point scored 12 points in a row or something for Illinois, something yep, like that. He did. Um, so he, he really took over in the second half. Now they could have used him to be a little more effective down the stretch that last three. I'm not sure why that was the shot we were taking, but, um, it is what it is, but he had a, he had a nice game, nice game for Jaden Epps. I really like his progression. I, I like high, highlighting the freshman here. I mean, I think that, yeah, I think they're really, they're really showing out. And I mean, I, I've been including Dane in that conversation too, because he essentially is a freshman and he's, he's been huge too for this team. So, um, yeah, I'll go with Jaden Epps. He was, he was a nice, uh, nice cog to the offense in the second half. Um, just, just needed a little more from him. Uh, how about some good and the bad? I mean, I know the, the bad has essentially been what we've talked about. It's our, it's the free throws. It's the turnovers. Uh, I got I a different bad. Okay. Well, I mentioned the Tony Perkins thing. I mean, he got to the free throw yeah. line 16 times, made 15 free throws. Um, good for him for making 15 of 16 at the free throw line, but you can't let, you just can't do that. You can't let a good free throw shooter like that get to the line 16 times. Um, that's just, that's just incredible. Um, good on him, but like that's. No, you can't have that. But yeah, I mean, it's obviously the fouls and the turnovers, which is the main thing. What do you got? I'm starting, and we talked about it in preseason. Oh, oh. I'm starting to get very concerned about the depth of this roster because you're getting absolutely nothing from RJ Melendez and Sincere Harris right now. This is really funny you say that because I feel like we have collectively been so back and forth on the depth of this team. Um, we start the season, I think I probably said depth was a concern. And then a little later on in the year, I thought, okay, I do kind of like this team's depth. I think they're pretty top heavy, but I think that they, they got enough guys that can, that can help you out. And I, I don't disagree with you. Um, bad take. Is this welcome to my life? I'm assuming. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, Sincere Harris, other than some, you know, Sincere Harris, his, it, it, there's a token moment every game where Sincere Harris does something really stupid offensively and then tries his absolute hardest to make up for yep. it defensively. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, yep. um, but he's good for one of those every single game. Uh, yeah, he doesn't bring much offensively right now and defensively, I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he does some things and he, he can provide some, ele- from, you know, some electricity there off your bench, but uh, he doesn't do much. And yeah, RJ has been non-existent, a non-factor. Um, we haven't mentioned the Luke Goody thing. He was on the sidelines. He was dressed today. He has been practicing. Thought that there's a chance he might have seen the floor today, but that didn't happen. So uh, probably factor him into the mix here in the next game or two, you would think. Um, maybe the Minnesota game might be a good opportunity to, to get him some minutes. Um, so he might be able to come in there and take some minutes from some of those guys, but we really don't know what we're going to get out of him either. It's not like he was a, you know, a double digit scorer last year. I think he averaged like two points a game. Um, we know he's a sharpshooter, but I, I don't know what we can really count on him for. Um, but I, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think that there is, there can be some concerns with the bottom of this rotation, I do still think they have enough guys that can carry this team when they need it. They need them to. Um, but, but you're, but you're right. I mean, you're playing what they play tonight. Eight, are they playing eight, eight deep now? And eight. two of them provide you very little. Offensively. That's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Let me read yeah. through their, uh, their stat lines tonight. And this isn't the first game this has happened. 
Sincere, since Sincere got taken out of the starting lineup, he really hasn't done anything. RJ had the one game where he scored 10. I don't remember what it was. One game he scored 10. But tonight, this afternoon, whatever, today, 26 minutes combined between Sincere and RJ. 0 of 1 from the field. RJ missed a 3. 2 of 2 from the free throw line, which RJ hit. Four total combined rebounds. Two turnovers, one block, zero assists, and combined minus 25 in the plus minus. Those two guys alone were minus 25 in the plus minus. I yeah, I don't I'm it's not going to disagree That's with all I'm you. saying. I'm it's not going to disagree with you. I, I agree. I agree. Um, when you're only playing eight deep and two of them are are giving you nothing there offensively, that's that's something to be concerned about. Depth is a problem. Depth is a problem when Illinois goes twelve on a twelve-two run without TSJ Meyer in danger. That's a question. I, I mean, I get that. Was that I when Jaden scored all twelve points? Yeah, I think so. Probably, so it was yeah. one person. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think you're wrong. I, I I do think it is a concern because you need something more there. Um, RJ has a hitch in his shot right now. Poor kid hasn't been the same since he got the shoulder injury. Yeah, I, Brand, I think you're right. I, I think he's he's certainly struggled to find his shot. RJ in his own head, uh, his shots aren't even close. Yeah, he had a he had a wide open three tonight today that he could not sink. Um, I worry for him. I, I really do. I hope yeah. he can figure it out, but I, I worry that RJ might be continue to be an issue. Um, we'll have to see if what what sort of role Luke Goody can can fill when he when he's back and ready to go. Um, anything else in terms of good or bad that you wanna that you wanna highlight? Any specific uh, goods for you? I don't have anything. I mean, I think we've already kind of covered most everything. Yeah, I can't so. think of anything else. I can't think of anything else. No, I, as I've said, I don't think this was a bad game for Illinois. This is not a game that I'm going to, I'm concerned about. Um, I was probably a little more optimistic going into the game than you were. Um, but either way, I, I think these are two very evenly matched teams. These are two teams that are going to be fighting in the middle of the big 10. Um, Illinois was hoping they could maybe separate themselves from some people, but obviously that wasn't going to happen. So there are more, there are more games. There are more chances. There's plenty more opportunities here for the Illinois. Yes, Craig. It's it's just going to be hard to swallow that Illinois has now lost to Missouri, Northwestern, Indiana, and Iowa. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Does it get worse? Well, no, especially Northwestern. <laughs> Northwestern, Missouri, Indiana, Iowa. I would put Wisconsin right up there, which you beat twice, so that kind of cancels them out. Like, yeah. who's the other? Those are like the big, big five rivals right there, and you're – two and four against them. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's not something I'm concerned about, but it obviously does. It does sting a little bit. It does suck. Uh, Cause you like, you like to win those rivalry games and not, not the year for that. Uh, all right. Who else is in the chat? Anything else we want to, we want to highlight. What do you got here for me? Craig? Uh, Jeff, I do not lose to Michigan. Yeah. Michigan, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Is that game in champagne? Uh, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Last I yeah, checked, I Iowa was beating or Indiana was beating Purdue. Good, good for the Hoosiers. Um, let's see. The Michigan game is in Champaign. That's the second to last that's game good. of the season. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Don't lose to Michigan. They're that's not a very good basketball team this year. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. 
What else we got? Uh, nothing really. Nothing. Nothing else. Anything else from you? Anything else you want to highlight? Anything else you want to talk about about this? I game? think I talked about all my talking points. Yeah. Nothing else. I don't think so. Oh, there was one more comment from Tim Lee. I saw. Oh, there was. Got to get him in there. I want to bring that up because him and I have had this discussion. Yes. He is... Yes. I. Yes. yes. I'm sorry, Tim. I skipped over this. I saw it and meant to. Um. But sorry. Yes. Go ahead. Today was Read the first it. game we thought we needed a true point guard specifically against their press. Yeah. Uh, we've yes. we've talked about it. Um. I'm not going to bring up his name again. Um. But like, he was a point guard. So. Um. Did you see? It is what uh, it is. Did you see my tweet after or during the Nebraska game that went semi kind of it was a hot button topic? Probably not. I was dealing with oh, some yeah, other you were... issues at the time. I I'll tell you about that story later what I was doing during the Nebraska game. But what was your tweet? Um this team could use Brandon Pajimski. I did see that tweet. Yes. I did read the comments on that too. <laughs> that was very controversial, which I can I can see why. I don't I mean but I... my point is He's a shooter. shooting and shooting. I get it. The three point line doesn't change yeah. depending on the conference you're in. He's shooting forty yeah, percent from three. This team's one of the worst three point shooting teams in the country. I this I team don't, could use Brandon Pajemski. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I just don't know how he really fits into this team. Um, and I think I would rather have a true point guard more so than him. Um, I know. I he, we're not bringing up his name. Um, Andre Corbello? is that who you're talking Andre, about? Yes, the one that got oh, ejected for throwing his goggles or whatever he did the other day. Um, yes, I know this team does not have a true point guard. Um, and we, we've mentioned it a few times on the show. Um, it is what it is. This is what they're rolling with. Jaden Epps is the closest thing you're going to have to a point guard for the rest of the season. So, um, just got to figure that out. But yes, I, I think this team certainly could use one. Got some good news. I found my biggest fan. You have a fan. I found my biggest fan. Is it Marshall King? That's Marshall King. Bad. Marshall. Welcome to my life. Marshall, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to 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 be here and embrace all the 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 love that you get um, on on the internet. I know you have a lot of fans. I deleted there. tweets for the first time in a long time. Oh, like like bad tweets or well, it's tweets? just I didn't I didn't want to get in the middle of it. I said some I said stuff about the ticket thing, and oh, we should after talk about a after thing. a while, I was like, you know what, I'm. I'm removing myself from this. First, I Let's, first I closed down the replies. Then I just deleted the tweets. I'm like, I don't, uh, whatever. It, Orange Crush went about it all wrong. I'm just gonna stay out of it. So I deleted the tweets. Do you, do you have? Do you want to? Do you want to make make a point Not now? Really. You make I, a statement. I now? mean, I feel like if people are watching this, they know what happened, and I think the Orange Crush just picked the wrong organization to fake out. Like, you got you got to pick a better organization if you're going to act like them i my the only thing i have with either side of the ticket debacle is i don't like that iowa waited till three days before that's the thing that That bothers me the most i mean they did that on purpose i get i i get i get the orange crush side i get the iowa side i get all of it i just don't like that 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 they waited until then and I don't think and that's fair. What caused them to look into a boys and girls club? Like, why did they yeah. think? I don't. Know. Is this legit? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't Both have a problem were, with neither, I don't neither have side handled it correctly. Doing it, I don't have a problem with Iowa canceling the tickets. I just 
wish they didn't wait until freaking Wednesday or Thursday to do it. And, and then, of course, they lost all the money they had for the buses and everything, too. So that, that's part that and really sucks for everybody. Iowa making it sound like Illinois used acting like a Boys and Girls Club to get the group discount when all groups, no matter the organization, get a discount. Right. I was making it sound like the Orange Crush scammed them out of money by acting as, as a is, group. I mean, I, any is that how they get? Is that how they've done it every year? Have they always just been a different group? Yes. To get tickets the Orange when Crush, they go to every, these road games? Yes. Every okay. year, the Orange Crush either fakes, they make up organization, or they say they're a different organization to get the tickets because they don't want to say, hey, we're Illinois student section and we want 200 tickets at your arena. So they they lie, basically. They lie about who they are to get in, and it's uh, it's a fun little tradition. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they rebound next year and what they plan what they plan to do next year because people know um, Iowa kind of called them out. So just to int- it was a it was a weird night. It was a weird night. Yeah, it was a weird few days leading into this game. So, all right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Illinois goes to Iowa, loses eighty one seventy nine. They dropped <laughs> to seven sixteen and seven on the season, seven and five in the Big Ten standings. They're in the middle of that crowded Big Ten standings race. Um, oh, it's basically Purdue, Purdue at one end, Minnesota at the other, and then literally everybody else. So yeah. uh, over time, it'll sort itself out, but Illinois is still going to be right in the middle of that for a while. Um, I did my bracketology stuff yesterday, last night. Ooh. I have had Illinois as a five um, yeah, where everyone before has today. They might fall to like a six now, but I probably yeah. won't worry about updating that for another week or so. Which I prefer um, six to five. Remember. Okay. Yeah, your your ideology is confuses me. Um, we can tis- we can discuss that later. All right. Next up, Tuesday night. Tuesday night at home against Minnesota, the worst team in the Big Ten. Hopefully, you can uh, bounce Ooh, back okay. from this I one. Thought, and okay, I thought it was I thought it was Rutgers next. I had them flipped. No. So. No, okay. it is Minis- It is okay. Minnesota. Um, Minnesota Tuesday, Rutgers Saturday. So, um, but yeah, those are the next two games. Both of them are, are at home. You can really use wins against both those teams. Rutgers is really good. Uh, Rutgers is probably yeah. the second best team in the Big Ten right now. Um, Which they are I never would have guessed. Standings, but yeah, I, I never would have guessed this Rutgers team. I feel like they've had better teams in the past couple of years with Ron Harper and Geo Baker, but yeah, they're really good. We'll see how it all shakes out. But we will be back for another show Tuesday night after the Minnesota game. Um, we'll also plan to have a regular show this week at some point. Not really sure when we'll record it, but uh, we'll we'll get that out for you guys at some point here soon. Anything else from you, Craig? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. This has been an Illini basketball postgame show from No One Asked Us. He's Craig. I'm Logan. If you're still here, thanks for joining us. Follow us on all of our social media. Like, share, subscribe. And uh, we'll be back here again on Tuesday night. Final from Iowa City, 8179 Hawkeyes. We'll see you on Tuesday night. Bye. Nice to have you back. Thanks. Happy to be here.